Right. Why is it trick? <laughs> it was rigged. Indeed, because... proud. Look, look, it was rigged because they didn't give us the points. Hold up. Why are you discussing this in a podcast? We're not. We haven't started the podcast yet. Yeah, you're a bad podcast host. We should have started seven minutes ago. No, we're just warming up. The warm up should have been 30 minutes ago. No, because I was having dinner. Bro, the, there was so much rain on the way, I had to drive slow. I think that you drove slow. I'm actually uh, surprised that you drove slowly. Because there was so much rain. Yeah, kind of. It's the intermission before we start anything. It's like the... We're gonna start in a bit. Actually, we have that screen on. Hold on, let me bring it up. And yeah, starting soon. No, I don't think you can eat food in the toilet, so... You don't think I can what? I was answering Proud Jester's um, question. He was saying... Um, focus on your food, my friend. I finished my food. I'm trying to make sure everything's working nicely. Good, good. Got my ever-trustworthy seat. Okay, should we kick this into a gear? <clears throat> yes, yeah, okay. Yeah. Hello everyone, welcome back to Shadow Express Podcast. Today I'm joined by my good friend Scrap. Scrap, would you like to say hello? Hello everyone. And yes. today as a guest we have the ever so wonderful Piggy. Piggy, would you like to say hello? Hello. Imagine she just went no. Don't want to say hello. Alright, how are you guys doing? Pretty good. Yeah, pretty decent. Yeah. Tired. Right, this podcast was scheduled in very short time and hey, it's gonna be one of the best because I installed the webcam, so when you people are listening to it or watching it, hopefully my face is up there. I'll grace your days. With his big forehead. So they can't actually see it because of the hat. Ah. Yes. Why, why else would I wear the hat? Uh, you will see it on the video, I guess. Right, so... Piggy. You have not been um, on the podcast before. Well, you have, but the ones no, that were... No, I usually just listen. Yeah, you have been to the... Others. Whoa. Harass what? Explain yourself. Yeah, the puzzle one. When yeah. puzzle was on the Yeah, but that was off record. That's true. Yeah, but this is on record, and this is your first one on record. How do you feel? I mean, pretty calm. I don't know. I'm excited. I like talking about myself. No, Self-centered. <laughs> but hey, we... <laughs> uh, most people are like that, because we like to talk about our achievements. But that's not a bad thing. So, Scrap, it's been a while since you have been a regular fixture on the channel. 
what have you been up to since you what was the last thing we did together we finished the remnant playthrough and then we did the we were here we still haven't finished it but since then you haven't been on the channel much what have you been up to uh playing games trying to study and more trying to study yeah try harding at video games that that's what he's been doing yes speaking of video games piggy do you like video games i do yes i haven't been able to play much though just because of university but i do miss it hmm uh, i mean weekends they're a thing i mean yeah but university work is kind of overwhelming here um so i'm usually stuck either working on those projects or harassing people on the server which i mean is also fun but I, I like the term that you use so casually, harassing the people. Yeah, it's a common so term. <laughs> yeah. So, so you like... <laughs> so you like to harass people more than play video games. Got Ooh, it. I mean... Noted. Let's just That's get true. my you note board up. Okay, so you mentioned the server. I uh, don't think many of the listeners know about the server. And in fact, it has been mentioned before, but no one really went into detail. Uh, in the podcast where Sandra was on, she mentioned that I was on it pretty much 24-7, so she had to join it in order to make some communication with me. Um, tell us a bit about the server. I remember that. Um, so, a bit about the server. So, it was made in 2020, and it was first an Among Us server, back when it blew up. Uh, quick um, uh, intervention there. What server is it? Like, on which platform? It's on Discord. Mm -hmm. I don't know where else there would be a server, uh, to be fair. It uh, could be a video game server. Anything could happen. That's true. Yep. Um, so, it's a Discord yes, server called The Vent. I'll link it down below in the description. Yes, it's an interesting server. Started off for Among Us when it blew up. Uh, since has changed a lot. It kind of turned into a mental health server. Then more so a social server and pretty much just stuck to the... Mainly social server, but yeah, it's nice, chaotic most of the time. Yeah, and uh, most of the people here, uh, because you know we have randoms every now and then, most of the people I know are amazing people. Um, they've helped me out a lot since I joined in. Actually, I joined on Valentine's Day in 2021, so it's been a little over a year for me in the server now. Um, right, so what we you, you talk about the server. And what is your role in the server? When did you join? And how did you actually end up in the server itself? Ooh, so that's an interesting story. Um, so I joined November 14th in 2020, uh, almost a month after the server was created. I think it was still pretty small. I think when I joined, there was like 300 members. Yeah. Um, I joined Yeah to play Among Us with one of my IRL friends. Um, but it was also just kind of like, I don't know how to explain without it being sad, but there was a lot going on IRL. Like I lost majority of my old friend group and overall just lonely. I wanted to meet people. So joined a random Discord server. There was an active VC. So I went and met my first friend in the server, which was Lee, but he's Aww. not really active in the server anymore. He's a good guy. Um, yeah, he's super nice. Uh, and then I think about two weeks later, the owner of the server, Puzzle, offered me trial mod, which I denied like three times, but eventually accepted. And then worked to where I am now, which is owner of this 
ever, which I got December 13th of 2021. So just over two months ago. Yeah. Yeah, it came full circle in one year from being, uh, you know, looking for friends and now you're owning the place. Yeah, it's really kind of strange, but I'm super glad I joined. It's definitely <clears throat> changed me quite a lot. Um, and I've met a lot of great people that feel strange if I did not meet these people, how different things would be. Yeah, but Just I completely understand because I joined the server um, with a similar reason because... Uh, yeah, I did have many friends, but I didn't want to interact with most of them for many reasons than one. So I said, maybe like have a new chance with new people who don't know me and, you know, we'll see what happens. And on the server, I met some amazing people. Um, without giving too many names, I'll mention three. Um, Random, Max, and Liam. Love them, all three of them. And although we haven't been in communication uh nowadays but i still hope they do they're doing well yeah so scrap how did you join the server <laughs> tell us uh, the story i joined the server because your sister was worried about you and was like okay let me go full you know, spy on you by not going full spy on you what? by basically just asking you directly yeah so the reason you told me you wanted to join the server was because I was playing Among Us on it. And you wanted to play Among Us. That's the reason you told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, webcam's lagging. Okay. So, you joined to spy on me or play Among Us, which ended up taking you a lot longer than you expected, I think, in the server. Yeah, and we never played the normal Among Us at all. Yeah, we only play hide like and seek. It's so much more fun. Personal I opinion. I got baited so hard. Yeah. <laughs> you deserve it for spying on me. <clears throat> for okay. the people who don't know, and I think I mentioned it in some of the older videos, but not in the podcast, uh, Scrap's my real-life best friend. Um, we've been friends for about nine years now. And, hey, here's to another nine more years. Yes. So, Piggy. Soon we're gonna be... Yeah, go on. Uh, never mind. What are you gonna say? Come on. I was gonna say soon we're gonna be legal, because, you know, 18 years. After 9 more years, we're gonna be, basically. 18 years of friendship. This is what I have legal. to deal with, guys. Yeah. Yes. Lord have mercy. Piggy. I improved his patience a lot. Yeah, you actually did. Because you pushed me too much. <laughs> right, Piggy. Um, do you remember or like have any idea about our first interaction? Like me and you or Scrap and you? Um, with you, I remember one of the random VCs. I don't think it started as a karaoke VC, but somehow it turned into a karaoke VC. Ba back, uh, just back, then, people. back then, back then, like almost every single VC would turn into a karaoke VC somehow. Yeah, yeah. I just joined to listen to people. You ended up singing. Um, yeah. Yeah, weird times. I don't think I was talking to VC, but just yeah, was talking in chat and talked to you a bit. Um, I think that was the first interaction, and then it was just every now and again we would talk. But got to know you better, I think, in the summer because we ended up playing Ark together. 
which yeah. is a great game. It was uh, so fun. And there was a period of time, I remember, when me and a few other people in the server would call you Zoe just to piss you off. People still call me Zoe. I, I mean, think Max still calls me Zoe when I first, whenever people ask what my name is. Yeah, so you, you asked us what do we think your name is, and back then your profile picture was your uh, picture. So I looked at it, I was like, hey, you, look, you look like a Zoe. And a few people agreed with me. So your name was kept as Zoe. Yeah. Yeah. What was a lot your first? Do you remember the first interaction with Scrap? Um, I think it was one of the VCs that we were playing a game in. Um, I just most vividly remember playing a game with. Eh? It was the zombie game that we used to play. I forget the name of it. Which one? Uh... Left for Dead. Too. That wasn't the first interaction. Oh yeah, we we did, okay. we did Most play. Very forgetful, you know, or forgettable person. So it's okay. Uh, okay, Scrap. Do you remember the first uh, first interaction then? Okay. You remember? Can you hear? The first interaction was basically uh, when I joined. If I remember, hello, hello. I'm lagging. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first time I remember that, you know, I had an interaction with Piggy was basically when I joined, probably after one week when I joined the server, you were in a VC and then you pulled me and, you know, Piggy was over there as well. That was the first time. Yeah. My guy, you have a hard drive as a memory. <laughs> no, it's not. Hey, you remember most things I don't, so, hey, you got that. So, you remember what I don't remember, bro? Oh yes, the four words. That's the only thing. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you still have to think about it, though. You can't just ignore it. No, no, no. No, no, you have let's to. not talk about that. Let's okay. not go there. Okay, that's, so... That's... Now, I don't know what you're thinking, but I'm not thinking anything not PG rated. <laughs> okay, so the first uh, interaction between me and Scrap was at school. It was nine years ago, and we had a common friend, a mutual friend, let's say, and we met up together, and he was with so I was like hey you have a friend there and he said yeah let's we had like a big meeting at an event room it wasn't a meeting it was we had to just watch an event and we sat there and I think I did something to scrap and he didn't like me right well first of all it wasn't an event it was more of a certificate you know they were giving certificate to students because of an exam uh, that we took and you know regarding that you did you pulled my hair and uh, you, you are talking about football I don't know why I sat next to you but for some reason I just sat next to you and then uh, you were I think we talked about football for no reason oh. and then uh, me being me which is basically someone who likes to annoy people I uh, I think I said, like, you know, football sucks or something like that. 
and then you got very triggered and then you pulled my hair it was something uh, like yeah. that so you did push my button so it's uh justified Nah, it's not that's that's basically physical abuse oh you should report the news you missed uh, your chance now i'm your best friend you can't do shit Hello. Yes. Okay. So we're lagging. Anyway, so uh, Biggie. You, you see, now he was the abusive, but now he's the you know. No, no, no! I was never abusive. You just, I just had a moment of anger. Not abusive, confirm. Says Noki. Yeah, but uh, no, I'm not. Okay, uh, Piggy. Your first time on the channel. Tell us a bit about yourself. No, 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 no. What no, do you no, like? Don't let me tell them about the other thing. Bam. Okay, why are people just bringing up shit about me? Come on. <laughs> people are just saying bad things about me in chat now. I'm it's not. Your sister's ring finger. Because she wouldn't tell me a piece of information I was asking. And Sandra, don't say the piece of information. Don't you dare. <laughs> okay, now they just want to ban me from the server. I'm actually crying. Yeah, what did you want to know, Matthew? No, no, okay, Piggy, we'll talk about this later. No, not now. <laughs> we'll talk about this okay, later. Okay. <laughs> yes, Proud Jester, it was something related to nuclear codes. If you think about it, yes, it was actually. <laughs> anyway, okay, uh, Piggy, your first time on the channel, your first time on the podcast. Tell us a bit about yourself and the people listening. What type of person about uh, are you? What do you like to do in your free time and stuff like that generally? I mean, to be fair, it's kind of hard. Um, so, mm. what do I do in my free time? I'm just kind of stuck with university studies right now, so I don't have much of that free time. When I do, though. I like to read. I like to harass the people in the server just because I like talking to people a lot. Um, yeah, I like just talking to people in my free time, I guess. I've somehow turned into more of an extrovert from before. Um, a bit about myself is that I'm Canadian. That's a big personality trait of mine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you just pull I'm out the I'm Canadian to... card every now and again. Yeah, I love I like being Canadian, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's favorite. Canadians are a rare race. I think there's like less than 10 of us that I know. Um, you but, more than make up for them. Yeah, the Canadians have a bond in the server. Yeah, uh, racism. <laughs> University-wise, I'm going to one of the top universities in Canada. I like to brag about that. And I am doing a double major in cognitive science and computer science. And... Uh... So. Just to add something, you should brag about that because it's a very big achievement and I'd say most people, if not all, are very proud of you, including myself. Good job on that. Yes, yes. Top and nerd. Yeah. That can Canadian. <laughs> we can't argue with that. Um, you said you were doing a double major. Uh, what led you to doing a double major, not just one? Um, okay, major reason is I'm really competitive, <laughs> especially when it comes to academics, so... There is like an option, you have a minor or a double minor, but doing a double major is kind of like more of the more challenging ones. 
Um, there's also an option to do an honors. So that also increases the difficulty, which means I'm interested in it. Um, also, as I went through my first semester in the fall, I realized I really loved doing computer science and everything. So I realized it was an option to double major in that and I decided to take it up, which I realized today is going to be really difficult, but I'm still excited for it. <laughs> I mean, hey, uh, since you like studying and uh, you like the majors you're doing, it's not going to be that big of a challenge. I don't think so. At yeah. least. Okay, so you said cognitive science and computer science. Which one did you take up first? Ah, I took up cognitive science first. It's more of a rare program in Canada. It was hard to find a university that offered it. Um, at the time I was applying to universities, I had no clue what I wanted to do. I applied to another one of the top universities for mechanical engineering because um, when I thought about careers, I remembered when I took a robotics course in school and that was challenging, but I loved it so much. So I looked into that and then I found this university and it offered cognitive science, which the best way of explaining it is think about the Terminator, uh, basically coding that. So just kind of specifically focusing on AI more so, um, which I think is amazing. So it's going to be really cool. That led you into taking up computer science too, because this one's related to AI already. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd never done anything computer science related until university. And yeah, a big reason that like solidified my decision was that when I told people I was interested in computer science or like building my own computer, they laughed at me and told me I couldn't. So <laughs> we all know how yeah, that ended. I like proving people wrong. Okay, so uh, other than cognitive science and computer science, you said you had mechanical engineering in mind. Yeah, so that was more so focused on the idea of actually like physically building the machines myself, mm. um, which again is known as like a really challenge challenging course, which is again why it interested me. Yeah, so um, other than these three fields, did you have anything like as a plan B, let's say? Oh yeah, not at all. Uh, I mm. went through all my years of school not knowing what I wanted to do. Um, teachers pressured me a lot when I was... 15, 14 or 15, I had one of my teachers pull me into the hallway and she told me that if I didn't know what I wanted to do by grade nine, I was going to be homeless. <laughs> um, what type of thing is that yeah, to say to always... someone? <laughs> Come on! She was not the best teacher. Uh, but I am indeed not homeless. Um, yet. Yet. Uh, yet. That's very yeah. important. Yeah, when I was applying to universities, I still didn't know what I wanted to do. I just kind of read about the programs and found these very interesting. So, hmm. yeah. Why do you think, like, is, do you think a there's a teacher. reason? Do you think you there's a reason for you not planning anything until you finished and you were applying for universities? I mean, uh, one of the bigger things is I didn't want to have a set focus while I was doing, like, my studies in high school. I didn't want to, like limit the courses I was taking with the idea of like, oh, I want to go into like um, biochem uh, and then realize while I'm in university that I hate it, but then I'm stuck because I didn't get all the courses I needed in high school. <coughs> so instead, I just overwhelmed myself in high school and took everything. Um, <laughs> uh, do, then, do you regret that kind of like because uh, it must have been like physically and mentally uh, exhausting? 
I mean, it was exhausting. I did sometimes too much in high school. I had a lot of studies. Um, I remember school would finish. I would walk over to like the dance studio and do dance for like three or four hours. And then I'd head home, do homework and pass out. Um, so it was really busy. Uh, but in the end, I don't think I regret it. I still had time to hang out with friends and everything. So I think it was but worth it. You, you have mentioned this before to me, and I think it's a very interesting fact for everyone to know. Like you did a lot of dancing, right? Yeah, I did. I started dance when I was, I think four or five. Um, wow. And I, I started with ballet and my ballet teacher bullied me. So I dropped it and Why I took did, a tap. Wait, why'd she, why'd she bully you? <laughs> She was so mean. Oh my god. That's like a class full of like four-year-olds and she's like harassing us about our posture. Bro. Like, kids <laughs> cried. It was bad. As a teacher, um, I would like to physically, like, um, personally go and punch them in the nose. Please. Dance teachers don't, are don't... like notoriously evil. Not, not gonna lie. Not just dance teachers. Like, the other teacher you mentioned in school too. Like, please, if you're a teacher, don't do this to your students. It's just gonna damage them further. Yeah, that definitely scared me out of ballet, but I took up tap, which I did up until, like, yeah, the summer of last year. Um, now I'm in university. They don't offer any real dance programs like that I used to do, um, but I still do love tap. I really wish I could still take it, and I hope I can find a way to, but while in university, I did stay with dance. I currently do swing dance, which I've learned hurts a lot uh, right now. Like from the middle of my ribs down to my hip, I have a giant bruise. Ooh. <laughs> so yeah, very painful, but definitely worth it. Wait, why is it more hurtful than uh, tap dance? I mean, with the different types of dance, tap is hard on the legs just because it requires a lot of muscle that way. Um, if you do jazz or contemporary dancing, you kind of hit the floor a lot for dramatic effect, I guess is the best way to say. Um, with swing yourself. dancing, you throw your partner a lot. So my role in swing dance is I'm the lead. So when it comes to dancing, I have to like dip her and I have to like throw her over my back, um, oh. which hurts if you do it wrong. Uh, and we're still kind of learning some of the more difficult moves. So hurts yeah, a lot. <laughs> I understand. I understand like how it could be hurtful. Sandra says she yeah. wanted to partner with you. That'd be fun. Pro two the Hulk type people. That's not gonna be nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you did dancing throughout your years of doing the dancing thing. What's your favorite memory of you? That like at an event or uh, a dance you did with a friend or you know just a memory in training. Is this related to dance or just overall? No, no dance. Like specifically. Ah, uh, I had a lot of. There's funny memories and then there's like genuinely good memories. Um, my dance teacher, not my ballet teacher, but like the owner of the studio taught me dance for basically all the years I was there. She's super kind. Um, my graduating class was maybe like eight dancers when we got to the finale and like did our graduation dance basically. All of us cried, she cried too. Um, so that was kind of like a, just a very sweet memory. Um, my favorite, dance and dance memory was one I did with my best friend. Um, we did a partner dance to Frank Sinatra and Michael Bublé. It was oh. like a mashup and it was so fun. <laughs> uh, 
I can only so imagine fun. how good that was. It was so fun. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you had your fun there. Yes, for sure. So, Trap, do you have anything to add? Yeah, I was gonna ask, uh, after like, how many years did you spend on, you know, uh, dancing? Uh, from, how old was I? I think, like, 18 years? Three to four, up until I was, like, before my 19th birthday. So, 15 years. Okay, after all of these years, do you think that you learned, you know, some lessons? specific to you know dancing that you are applying to your normal life from now on or you know something like that yeah 100 <laughs> percent uh with dance um you have to learn how to work as a team but you it also gives you like a huge um wake-up call for how much responsibility you have uh in a dance team the entire team can be amazing and if you suck then it brings everybody else down <laughs> So it just kind of like brings awareness to the true like effect you have on people um, that you might not know. What about discipline? Discipline? Okay, for my ballet teacher, that was a bit far. Uh, <laughs> it's like a certain level of discipline. Um, definitely it like it brings a light to how much discipline you should have, like what a healthy amount is and when you're going a bit too far. Um, but yeah, discipline 100% is important. I think it applies to anything at this point. Um, it also involves a lot of motivation. Um, it takes a lot, honestly. <laughs> okay, so okay, uh, thanks. what was the reason behind you starting dancing? Like, did your parents say you should do it or did you like to do it back then? I mean, you were four. Um, I was four. You were so, four. Uh, oh my god. Um, so when I was little, yeah, I loved dance. Uh, apparently how I got into dance is I went up to my parents and when you're starting dance, there's a class called pre-ballet before ballet. Um, but I was little, so I called it pretty ballet. So very seriously, I kept calling it that. My parents still make fun of me for it. Um, Good, yeah, I'll make fun I just of it showed too. interest in it. <laughs> And um, when they put you in uh, ballet, you showed signs of improvement and stuff like that, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, overall, for a four-year-old, I mean, as much as a four-year-old can improve, it just definitely changed me a lot. Um, my parents enjoyed it. There was also like a family rule of, even with studies and everything, you have to have some sort of physical activity to make you not get absorbed too much in sitting at a desk working so much. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know why my voice got raspy. Okay. So, um, now we covered your dance side. Was there anything else you liked to do as a kid? Like, growing up? Uh, growing up? Um, I mean, swimming was also a big part of my life. Mm. Also, just due to the fact that where I live um, was very, like, it was in the middle of nature, like, we lived right next to a forest during the summer. My brothers and I would go swim in the river. Dangerous, also would not recommend. Um, yeah, Zero we had like country property where we swam in a in the river there. We went on tons of hikes and everything. So yeah, very active. You like hiking? Yeah, I, I mean, I hate it on the way up, but then 
Um, since I'm Canadian, I used to live near the Rocky Mountains. So um, that's kind of on like the west side of Canada, this huge mountain range. I think it goes into the States as well. Um, but yeah, we'd always go hike mountains, which sucks hiking up. But yeah, once you get to the top and you get to look over like this beautiful view, it's worth it. And then going down is always really fun. You just go wee. And then you forget how much it sucks walking up. Yeah, you, so, just, you just go, go wee. Yeah, basically. It's so fun. <laughs> so, uh, hold up. Pars is asking uh, me to ask you how rich you are. I don't think... I mean... Really? It depends. <laughs> I'm not... You know, she only has like three castles to... I know. <laughs> yeah, um, two mansions. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of it is just like family property that's passed down. Um, personally, I'm not really rich. I just know how to save money, I guess. You're um, efficient with he's money. Mega rich. Not necessarily rich. <laughs> You're efficient with the money you have and you try to earn more, pretty much. Yeah, for sure. Wait, quick question for the for the listeners who don't know. What is the um the short version of dollars in Canada? What what do they call it? Like for example, in the United States they call it bucks, like two bucks. In the United Kingdom they say uh quid, I think. What do they say uh, in Canada? Yeah. So we call it like money, um, normally. Uh for a one dollar coin it's called a loony, and for a two dollar coin it's called a toonie. And a nice fun fact is our $100 bill is like a scratch and sniff. So if you smell it, it smells like maple syrup. <laughs> oh, come on. I want yeah. one of those. <laughs> it's really cool. Okay, gift me one. Toonies. I don't I mean, it's $100. So, you gift know, I'm going to have to. You know, we've been longtime friends. Right, that, that's that's an interesting fact. I actually didn't know about the maple syrup one. Yeah, it smells nice. Would recommend smelling a hundred dollar bill. But also they're <laughs> kind of grungy, so also would not. Never, never in my candy. life did I ever think I would say or hear such a sentence. It's nice to smell a one hundred dollar bill. I mean, it is. I don't know. His <laughs> yeah, says I'm moving to Canada with caps. Nice. Good choice. Yeah. Right, so, going back to the whole majors thing, cognitive science and computer science. Um, okay, oh boy. Uh, have you ever tried implementing some of the things you learned into your daily life? Oh, for sure. Um, one of the things I feel like is kind of evidently important is we're taking philosophy, um, which is important in the fact that you understand, like, what is just and what is unjust in the actions of what people do, which is important to make sure you don't create Terminator. Um, <laughs> and it just gives you a deeper insight into like, I guess humanity as a whole and what is right and what is wrong. But it's made me, like it gave me the ability to argue a lot better for points in a conversation, which I effectively used, I think two nights ago when I was talking to my best friend, so. Proving yeah. something wrong, favorite thing to do. Also, yeah, the psychology part of it also I use daily because it's kind of hard not to, I guess. Wait, so in, in what sense do you use it daily? Psychology? Yeah. Um, I don't know. You just learn kind of to understand and read people a bit more. Uh, we learn about personality and different types of intelligence, which 
somehow makes you more aware of what's going on when it comes to even academics here. Uh, but it's cool. You learn more about your study habits and everything. Helps so, out a lot. So when I was researching about cognitive science, uh, I learned that there's actually a lot of ways that's helping uh, people in need. So for example, it helps some people detect some illnesses faster, um, more um, specifically breast cancer. And, uh, yeah, in a way it is. And I think it was helpful in the senses of researching and stuff like that for people who like are making a graduation project. Yeah, it's definitely, it's like a very broad study. So once you graduate, there's a lot of options. People go as like social workers, therapists, um, AI, which is, <laughs> yes, what I'm going for. Um, but yeah, it gives a lot of technology just facing like how the human mind works and mushing it with technology, it allows for a lot of development that way. Yeah, and uh, I read like how uh, mushing it with technology brings computer science and AI into the play, but cognitive science isn't really strictly for AI. It's like understanding the emotions and feelings and reactions of people. Yeah, and, 100%. Uh, uh, they use it also to try to reduce traffic accidents caused by phones, I think, or being distracted yeah. more more specifically. And uh, yeah. they efficiently uh, it, like increase that uh, by courses. And even uh, having courses for older people to make sure that their focus and attention is still up to par with the more younger people or the normal people, let's say. Yeah, for sure. One of the big focuses of cognitive science right now is involved with um, pilots and more specifically if they're flying at night and landing on like landing on the runway. Um, there's like, I don't know how it is, but it's like a common thing of the pilot will zone out and it can result in a lot of uh, incidents. So I don't know what the connection is. I forget. Um, but Yes, they're currently working on a type of technology to reduce that risk of pretty much overtiredness resulting in those incidents. Yeah, so uh, the research I made also, you know, proved that point to me. So I was going to ask you, you know, the two questions uh, are from Proud Jester, you know, credit goes to him. First question, are you going to be a potential serial killer with <laughs> these set of skills? I mean, probably not. Probably. Depends on Probably. how I feel after graduating. You know? If you're not homeless. Uh, yeah, if, I'm okay. not homeless. if I am homeless, I might turn to that. Last resort. Okay, second question is, uh, do you know what cognitive dissonance is? Cognitive dissonance? Ah, uh, it sounds really familiar, but I'm not quite sure. Thinking about it on the spot. Check your last exam, Piggy. <laughs> I actually, I think it was this week, I had two exams. My university is stupidly intense. Um, cognitive dissonance is the perception of contradictory information. Yeah, that's kind of what we're talking about in philosophy class at the moment, actually. Oh. Um, which is a nice connection. Wait, so what's your favorite um, class at uni? Uh, happily, it is both psychology and computer science, which just kind of proves that I'm majoring in the correct thing. <laughs> so, like, everything you have there? Everything? You yeah. like every class? Equally? I 
No. Nope. <laughs> I, I'm taking classes this semester, which I hate with a passion. They just... They're stupid. Like, I don't like, like which ones? Uh, so with university, you have certain distribution credits. So you need six credits from like humanities, the arts and languages. Um, so I have to take, I have to take philosophy throughout, but I made the mistake of taking two philosophy courses this semester. And one of them is just stupid. I don't know why I took it, but I can't drop it. Now. Um, <laughs> what, it <laughs> so why, why, why is it stupid? It's basically, it's focusing on the idea of past like basically the history of science and how we are not looking at the history of science correctly and how it's affecting how um current scientists are basically being i don't want to say produced but i can't think of a better word um so yeah it just kind of highlights the teachings that we're doing for students in stem overall is really bad i wouldn't say that's boring or like stupid it's so boring the readings we have to do are boring uh i don't know I, i'm kind of like interested in history and stuff like that maybe i'd find it interesting yeah maybe if um you, the it, other it, philosophy class is based on plato though which is way more interesting oh but if, if you take english i can help you that's true i don't think i need to take english i guess oh. take linguistics instead yeah linguistics i'm studying linguistics now I'm so excited for it. <laughs> I had an exam like two weeks ago. Linguistics. Okay, so in your life, as you were growing up, uh, you're not very old, so I'd say you must have inspirational figures right now too. Who was the most inspirational figure to you? Uh, it's okay. I kind of have multiple answers. Uh, <laughs> one of them is definitely my mom, just because kind of same thing I'm going through right now, especially recently, is she's also in STEM. Right now she's actually, um, in the province I'm from, we have like a medical association. She's the president of that right now. Um, very successful, huge, prestigious thing. Um, but when she was a kid in school, people would ask her what she wanted to do. And she said, I wanted to be a doctor. And they'd laugh at her and say, you mean a nurse, right? Um, which just Aww. pissed her off. Um, <laughs> and she so, wanted to prove them wrong. Yeah, so she wanted to prove them wrong. So You're definitely not her daughter. <laughs> yeah, so I definitely take after her a lot in that. Um, but yeah, recently, back in my hometown in high school, I did not experience this a lot. But recently, a lot, I have experienced sexism based on girls going into scientific fields. Um, yeah, in computer science, especially, I get ignored and talked over. Um, even though my answers are correct and I do have higher grades than they do, they do not care for that. That's just <laughs> Which really stupid. It's super frustrating. But you live with what you get. Um, but yeah. Yeah, you prove them what wrong. What do you think is the reason for that? Um, I it's honestly just the history and what we came from of uh women more so go into humanities courses or they're just more so based on that and not the more taxing studies of science. So the idea of a girl still going into scientific fields or technology, engineering, and mathematics is weird for people. So those people who don't have a decent sized brain will take it to being sexist and actually calling people out on it, which does not end well for them if they're talking to me. I mean, some people just never get it. 
because they don't want to get it. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Hey, you keep your head up and your heart open. Yes, of course. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> once you settle down on cognitive science and computer science, uh, do you remember your, the initial reaction of your family? Because you also had to move out. Like, I mean... Were they happy or, or were they sad or were they a mixture of both? Did they like support you uh, and motivate you to it? My family has always been incredibly supportive. Um, they've, for my brothers and I, it's always been like, do what you want. Like, we're going to support you no matter what, unless you're trying to be like the world's best drug addict. They're not going to support Or a serial that. killer uh, because you're homeless. <laughs> or a serial killer. No, actually, okay, there's an inside joke with that one, but they partially would support me on that. Um, <laughs> oh, no, hell no. <laughs> hell no. It's just, okay, it's like if you got diagnosed with like a terminal illness and you knew that you're going to die, who's like on your to kill list because you're going to die. So, you know, um, wait, am I anywhere near that list? No, I have like a solid three people. So, oh, ah, yeah, yeah, I'll help you with that. Don't worry. Thank you. Most welcome. Uh, but yeah. I'll come prepared. I, my family was super supportive. Um, definitely, I lived in Japan for five months. So the idea of me moving across Canada was not as big of a deal, mm. especially because they speak English over here. Um, so yeah, when I told them I wanted to move across Canada for university, my dad especially was super excited. Um, so yeah. That's nice. They love it. They're happy. You mentioned Japan. What happened with Japan? Yes. Why did you live there for five months? Uh, so in high school, I really wanted to do a student exchange. And Japan was always super, super interesting. So I decided I want to go there. Um, I like to brag about this as well. Uh, my town was super small. So we didn't have any language courses or anything. So I ended up teaching myself Japanese. <laughs> and that you speak Japanese now? I can, but it's really, really rough. Uh, and it's hard if someone speaks English to me to respond in Japanese, just because I'm not, I don't remember it as much if it's a purely English conversation. I'll, I'll ask um, you a simple can question. Can you say... Okay, go ahead. Tell me your opinion about philosophy. Horrible. <laughs> right. Oh, well, wow, well, that's, that's very interesting. Why, why though? Why which? Why I, I philosophy was, is why, why? I was expecting a Japanese why is answer. Philosophy horrible. Why is philosophy horrible? I don't know. It's taxing on the brain. Bro, I expected a Japanese answer. You expect a Japanese Noob. answer? <laughs> so I expected you to answer that question in Japanese. That's yeah. tragic for you. <laughs> yeah. And you, in a way. That's true. Right, so, uh, do you know, like, the most popular career options your majors offer? I mean, it's hard that there's a most popular career option. It just depends on whether or not you branch off into the more, uh, like, biological-focused part of psychology or uh, the more so computer science side of psychology. Uh, yeah, a lot of people go into software engineering. Um, a lot also go to therapy. They go to therapy. They become therapists. <laughs> no, no shit. <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, um, uh, I read somewhere that uh, there are a lot of branches of cognitive science, especially. Like, 
they could go off into uh, the AI side or business side or uh, I guess just normal office guy or therapist or I think like we're working at hospitals too, like as a doctor. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of options after cognitive science just because it's a really... The major involves a lot of different sides of everything. So Yeah, and, and kudos yeah. to you if like, you pushed hard enough to learn all of them. Yeah, it's definitely fun. Yep. But I do complain daily about it. Why? Because <laughs> it's... There's board classes and a lot of it is hard work, so I'll complain and then I get things done and then I'm happy again for like a day. You just need someone to give you like a small dose of motivation to finish what you have at hand. Yeah. I yep. usually just get mad at myself until it's done. So that also works. You turn red when you're mad? No. I actually don't get mad. Like at all. It turns green. Hulk. I wish. Yeah. Hey, there's two of you now. You and my sister. <laughs> but there's a... The, the difference is very, you know, big though. Your right. sister is because she eats salad. She's a vegetarian, yeah. you know. Vegan, please. She's Canadian. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's why you turn red. You're Canadian. <laughs> no, she turns into maple syrup. Thingy. Yeah, she turns red and smells like maple syrup. Have you ever had maple syrup in coffee? No. I would recommend it, honestly. Try it. I don't think uh, it exists in our country. Yeah, I was going to say that. But uh, Sandra said it tastes similar to honey. I don't kind know if that's of. true or no. Kind of. It's so hard he, to explain. So well, he, here we can get like um, a very natural honey, like very pure. So that, that tastes really good. I sometimes put that in tea or coffee. But I usually have my tea or coffee sugar-free or sweetness Speaking of which, I just finished my cup of tea. Yes. So, the server has a big role in most of our lives. But not so much for me now, I just host my podcast on it. Uh, what does the uh, what, What's the role of the server in your life? Like, in over the past few months or year and few months, or since you joined, up to you. The role of the server? I don't yeah. know how to describe the role it had necessarily. Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's your life. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, originally, it was just a place for me to go to if I was ever lonely. So I don't know. It was a really supportive place for me for a while. And then I made friends here, met a lot of people that I'm happy to have met. Um, so yeah, it's just a place of support, a place... I like to go to if I'm bored, definitely, so I can harass people per usual. Um, but if I'm ever having like a rough day, I still come here because there's a lot of idiots here. Majority of them are staff, and they know that I call them idiots often. Um, oh. But just watching them interact with one another or doing their own thing uh, just brightens my day. Yeah, I'm not lying. <laughs> I mean, just calling them idiots so casually so fun. These yeah. idiots. If you know them, you know I'm not lying. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're not lying. <laughs> I agree. Okay, so uh, we talked about memorable moments from your dance uh, sec section. Like, do you have any memorable moments from your studying life, like academic life? 
academic life, it's hard to have many memories with it. Like, um, big achievements, stuff like that. Big achievements. Um, with high school, definitely big memory is, I don't know if people know this, I was valedictorian. Which if you don't know what valedictorian is, it means I graduated top of my class. Ooh. Um, nerd. Which means I had to do a big speech in front of everybody, and I'm not good at speeches. So that went poorly, but definitely highlight. But now I think that's changed because you like to talk to people a lot and hey, you're the owner of a damn server. So of course you're going to have to give some speeches every now and then. Yeah, that's true. I became a lot more comfortable with it for sure. Yeah. So do you think that came through practice or through personal growth? Uh, a bit of both, I guess. Nice. Um, it just depends, I guess. You learn to be comfortable with it um, over time, really. I mean, it happened very suddenly for me. About a year ago, I was like very, very shy with talking and recording and stuff like that. Even like uh, I was a class representative. I had to do some speeches, talk to some uh, more higher ranked people like professors and stuff like that. But now I just find it so usual and normal, like an everyday thing I do. So I get that aspect of you uh, learning to do it through practice. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Uh, is it hard to run the server or not? And would you recommend this at a 10? <laughs> I mean, you know, there's a lot to take into account for it. One, our server is a lot different from the other servers I've gone around to. How so? Um, well, you know, both in the members overall and with the staff, usually the staff members of servers I've gone to have been overall just really unfair. Um, they treat members poorly. If you, I went to a server once to report someone for a DM advertising and I opened a support ticket and nobody came. So I pinged a staff member and they banned me. Nice. Uh, <laughs> where, yeah, I go to different servers and see how the staff are and just like in the back of my head think like, if the staff here acted like that, I would have yelled at them. Um, so yeah, running it. Honestly, I think, I don't know. Um, it's hard to explain. I'm sure it would be a lot more difficult to run if I did majority of it myself, but I definitely lean into the rest of the staff team a lot to do things. Um, so it isn't necessarily me doing everything. It's basically a staff team as a whole doing things. Well, so it's, a, it's a team for makes a reason. a lot easier. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, right. Here's a bit of a deeper-ended question. Do you think your life improved after joining the server? 100%, even even at the yes. slightest, and like one hundred percent. If if you don't mind me asking, and you're free to decline the question, uh, what aspects of your life improved after joining? Ooh, there's a lot that improved. Um, again, when I joined, I was in a really really dark place. At okay. So the server overall was a big reason for me. I was in a really abusive relationship at the time. And the huge reason I did not break up with him sooner was because I was scared to be alone. Um, so I joined the server, met people, and it gave me the confidence to break up with him. So it's hard to response. think <laughs> if I didn't join, if I would still be in that relationship or not. It's kind of interesting to try and think back to. Um, but yeah, now I've met a lot of idiots. <laughs> um, 
that definitely make my day brighter, especially if I've had like a shit day. So, yeah. yeah I'll be like the um, typical girlfriends you go to to support you. Oh, you get him, girl. You teach him. He don't deserve you. But yeah, with the server, there's nothing I really regret. Got to say proudly. <laughs> yeah, I'm really happy for that. Yeah. Okay, so. You talked about your family's side of, you know, how they feel with you living away. How do you feel living away from your family and friends? Especially, like, the very um, close ones. Again, Japan helped me with, like, homesickness, so I don't get homesick a lot. But there's definitely, like, times of... You can get lonely, definitely, away from family, but I don't know. Living, like, at university on campus, you're surrounded by people, so it's a lot more distracting. I definitely miss my friends, but at the end of this year, my best friend is moving down here with me. So oh, she nice. has her own personal reasons. But, yeah, we get to do a road trip across Canada um, to get down here, um, which will be super fun. Road trips in general with best friends are the best thing. Having one across a country, oh my god, I'm so jealous. Yeah, on top of that, uh, it's... Big reason is to bring my birds down here and they get car sick. So it's going to be Aww. me, my best friend, in a car with birds puking, basically. Wait, how, so, how many birds do you have? I think I have 12 at the moment. Um, yeah. Can you name them? I mean, yes, but it's a lot to go through. Uh, <laughs> the main 12, ones. damn it. <laughs> I mean, the main Main ones are Murphy and Wally, and then a fan favorite of mine, at least, is uh, Gollum. <laughs> I Go love Gollum. Why did you name Gollum. the poor bird Gollum? So, um... Lord of the Rings fan? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, the... Okay, the reason I have so many birds is I started with two birds. They told me that... They tried breeding them, it never worked, so I don't have to worry about that. And then I ended up with a lot of birds, because they lied to me. Um, but the mother bird, in like the last batch of babies she had, she was very abusive to the babies. So Aww. the dad bird fed them all, so it was fine, except he... There was enough babies that Gollum never got fed, so I had to feed Gollum myself, which meant I had to come home from school to feed him, and then run back to school. <laughs> um, but he was... Like, the runt. He was super, super small. Um, oh, she. Sorry. She was super, super small. Um, but she grew up slowly. She was naked for a long time. But then she was good. I put her in the cage with the rest of the girls, including her mom. And as soon as she got into the cage with her mom, she got attacked and now has three nostrils. <laughs> so what? She has what? Three nostrils. Her mom uh, gave her a third nostril. So. <laughs> you say that so casually. Yeah, it was years ago. I think she's three now. I feel so yeah. bad for the poor bird. She she lives a happy life. Uh, I'm happy no, for it her. Affect her much. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Bro, that that's a very interesting uh, story. You could literally make that into a novel or a live adaptation. You know, movie basically. The three nostrils yeah. bird. Yeah. Poor guy. Okay, uh, so... Girl. Poor bird. <laughs> <laughs> Still a guy a girl. Or a girl. The, 
No, it's a bird. It's an animal. It is a bird. Female and animal. Okay, don't be so smart-assy on me. I'm not. Piggy is the smart-ass here, okay? Both of you are. You're both in kind of med school. Kind of. I'm the teacher here. Shut Uh... up. (laughs) I'll just turn into the bad teacher from your story. Could never okay. be that bad. I, maybe I could. This is my villain uh, story, villain origin story. Okay, so uh, right, you are an adventurous person. We've established that, and for the people who don't know, well, yeah, she's adventurous. There you go. Um, tell us an adventurous event that happened to you at uni while away. Oh God. <laughs> um. I feel like this is gonna be really good. I have a bunch of funny stories from uni. An adventurous one go is I went out for dinner with my friend. This is a really small town I live in. Um, it's called a university town because it's majority is university students. I went out to Boy, dinner with one of my friends, um, my swing dance partner. She and I went to dinner and we decided to go on a walk after and we got completely lost. And it took us like 20 minutes to get back. Um, that was fun. The other ones I have are just stories of guys who are stupid. And most recent story is I'm going on an accidental date tonight. I thought it was like a friend hangout, but it was not. So Oh. Tough and crowd. Tough again, crowd. I've been Yeah, the staff have also been bullying me about that. Uh, <laughs> if I knew I would bully you too. Wait, well till the po- wait till the podcast's over. We'll get to that. God. <laughs> oh boy. How did I not yeah. strike this gold? Yeah, it was I'm gonna like I'm going to dinner still, but I'm gonna finish the date by like a pat on the bat and saying like thanks, buddy. Oh yeah, but zone. that's that's gonna hurt. Oh. <laughs> oh, so you're a heartbreaker no. too. Yeah, this actually this is the fourth time it's happened of me accidentally accepting a date, but they all accept it really well that I tell them that it's I'm stupid and did not think of it this way. Uh, I mean, thanks. I wouldn't look at you as like a very feminine girl because. You're you're a bit of a tomboy. Yeah, full on. And hey, if they see you like that, I don't think they'll take it personally. Yeah, no. Nice. <laughs> so, any other funny stories okay, from you? We, okay, okay, go on, scrap. Since we talked about tomboys, what do you think of femboys? You know. Oh no. I mean. <laughs> I'm really not judgmental, so people do what they want, honestly. As long no, as they're no, not affecting other people. Judgmental thing. More like your opinion, you know. Opinion? I don't have much of an opinion. Um, It's hard for me to have an opinion on things. If it makes them happy, then I'm happy for them. <laughs> I mean, as long as they're not hurting the people surrounding them, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, they can do whatever. Nothing. Yeah, I don't think femboys necessarily like hurt anybody, so... Because they're kind of feminine. <laughs> Get it? Get it? Very funny. Yeah. <laughs> so do you have any other uh, funny stories from uni? All of them are just stupid guys. I had a guy ask me out um, after he went to the hospital to get his stomach pumped after he drank too much, which I obviously denied him for. <laughs> Come on. Uni guys overall are just stupid, so. Yeah, I'll. I'll... I do agree. I do agree with the sentiment that uh, males are stupid. No, specifically not all, not all. university males. 
No, I, I say males in general. Why? Th that's just, uh, if, if I remember correctly, uh, it's it's just a fact. And uh, females have something else, like they say something else to females, but I don't remember correctly, but it was like a, a quote, something like that. You know, males are stupid and females are something else. Really? But There's it makes like sense. It, 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 I don't know if it's a quote or not, but if you think about it, I don't remember how it was actually, but it it made sense to me, you know, when I, you know, first heard that term. Although I forgot about it now. Brother, you a sister? No. <laughs> what? But uh, I get that a lot. Oh yeah. Okay, scrap. Tell us a, a story of this kind. I mean, I have a lot of stories, you know. For for some reason. Uh, a lot of people when I make orders uh, and, uh, a lot of people also told me you know why they think I sound like this but basically when I make orders you know uh, food and stuff the people on the opposite side they think that I'm a girl and I'm like uh, well for in the beginning I, I you know I got uh, triggered and you know it was like why I don't understand why this is happening it's like you know not cool and stuff but then, you know, people started telling me that it's because, you know, you speak in a soft voice and, you know, not in a uh, high... Wait, how do you say it? Low pitch. You know, like males, when they speak, they sometimes raise their voice. Uh, yeah, I don't raise my voice a lot, although I do actually raise my voice a lot. But for some reason, you know, uh, people just think that yeah, I'm speaking in this way. And uh, because of, you know, how I was raised, I always... Uh, I always think that, you know, the best way to speak is, you know, to speak, you know, calmly and, you know, in a way that uh, I don't raise my voice a lot because it's, you know, not it's rude, uh, at least in uh, our country, in our culture. Uh, not masculine, more like, I think masculine, but for some reason people think that I, you know, I'm a female and... Before, I always was like, you know, I got angry and stuff, but now it's more like, you know, it's a hidden talent, you could say. This is how I think of you it. You can catfish people. Uh, yeah, I can catfish people. And I was even in a server in which uh, the owner of the server said that I can literally go to a female server only and you can just, you know, talk normally and they think that you're a female. So if anybody wants, I could, you know, provide help. <laughs> Listen, do you take that as a compliment? Uh, now, I, I do take it as a compliment because, you know, it's it's like a, you know, superpower that I didn't think I would want, but, you know, I'm glad that I have it. <laughs> hey, Piggy, you have a potential catfish in your server. Go ban now. No, it sounds fine. I haven't catfished anyone, so... How do you say it's... Okay, never mind. You never know. Biased. I'm calling bias on this. <laughs> okay. So, we covered a lot about your personality and a lot about what you like, what you did in the past, your majors, and we got an idea of what type of person you are, but now we'll get into the deep questions side, if you don't mind. Sure. You ready for it? Probably. 
Why did you say it in this way? It's very creepy. <laughs> if you see in the recording, I was even smiling. Terrifying. Yeah, that makes it a lot creepier than, you know. Bro, I was, I was trying to be friendly. Oh, I guess this, maybe this is how I enter. Well, well, look, I'm not saying my interpretation is the best, but you know. You sound like a girl. Because I'm... Thanks. You're welcome. Uh... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so the first question I'd like to ask you is because um, most people learn from their mistakes and failures, but what do you think is your biggest failure? I feel like this is a very bad answer, but I don't think I have any failures. <laughs> it, it's not a bad um, answer. Like... Why do you think so? So, okay. Another, this kind of links to something I live by is live your life with no regrets. Hmm. Um, so basically, if I were to die today, would I have any regrets? Answer right now is no. Because um, basically, if you have the opportunity to do something and you want to do it, then do it. Um, so with that, I've also learned from past mistakes and everything. So, um, for example, like, I don't know if I fail in something or perform poorly, I don't just get upset about it and say it's a failure. I very cheesy look at it as like an opportunity to learn from it. Um, even like some of the worst things that have happened to me in life, I look back on as like a lesson. So it's hard to see anything as a failure. Really? Okay, since you look at it at that way, what's the <laughs> hardest lesson you learned? The hard way. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you can't escape the hardest question. Lesson. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. How... Okay, I have to find words for this. You're free um... to not answer it, by the way, because this is a very um, juicy question. <laughs> juicy was probably no, not the right word to use for this. Yeah. Ah, so hardest lesson I learned the hard way. We can come um, back to this later if you want. No, I got it. So, okay, the hardest lesson I hardest lesson I learned the hard way was probably uh, this is really deep, like self respect and self worth. Um, yeah, again, that was my relationship with my ex. I was treated poorly, and I thought like oh, I guess this is how I'm supposed to be treated and, like, maybe I deserve this. Learned a lot from that. The answer is no. <laughs> um, but, yeah, definitely from that, I've learned a lot more self-respect and raised my standards and made me put up a lot more boundaries for, I think, every aspect of life for me. As everyone should. Everyone deserves to be treated very nicely and everyone deserves to have the best possible. Yeah, for sure. It's something that's kind of it's easily said but on a personal note it's kind of hard to learn yeah like easy to say to other people but hard to apply to yourself but on the on the other hand i'm very proud of you for learning that and it's a very important lesson for most of us to learn but um i hope most people learn it without having to go through the hard way of it because yeah, sure. it, it sucks <laughs> yeah Right, so we covered the first question of this, and I'm happy for you finding that. Now, mm -hmm. that that can also be the answer to this. What is the proudest moment of your life, or what what is the thing that you're most proud of in your life? 
Yeah, that one is also like hard to answer in the way of like I'm proud of a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm proud of myself when I learn like certain things and when I change to become better. Because mm. again, some of it's really really hard to do. So once you get to that point and like you reach that point of character development, I am just very proud of myself for being able to go there. Um, there's also like achievements, of course, of like being like. I guess to myself, I'm impressive in my academics, so I'm really proud of that. Um, proud of certain things I've achieved in life, but yeah, just more so proudest of myself and uh, coming out of hard times I've gone through. I guess. Now every every listener now is going nerd. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are uh, significant turning points in your life? Because we all have this moment or like this one event that just. I, I guess breaks something in us or changes something major in us. My answer is kind of stupid, but <laughs> back when I was in grade six, like a child, um, I child. had a friend who was maybe not the best friend, um, and I have always loved music. And we had the option of joining like the school band, and I really wanted to, but she did not want to. And other than her, I had no friends, so I had the decision basically. Um, of either not going in or joining band and like meeting new people and by joining the band I met my best friend that I have right now I've gone through like so many journeys I've experienced a lot learned a lot definitely like one of the best decisions I've made and overall one of my favorite things is the butterfly effect of the little small things you do in life change everything overall um so yeah I don't know it changed a lot of who I was and the experiences I got from that all, just overall being in a school band and meeting the people I met. Um, so the, a very small decision changed almost your entire life. Yeah. That, Safe to say it changed my entire life, basically. Wow. That, that's actually really nice. Yeah. For the better. For the better. Yeah. So um, what's one piece of advice you can share with the listeners? or the viewers? Ooh, piece of advice I can share. Um, I guess, I don't know, don't one of the most male. things. <laughs> what? No, <laughs> don't be a male. Oh yeah, um, no. don't be a male. Uh, I guess don't one of the males. most important things I think overall and to me is having an open mind because it applies both to yourself and to others. If you live with a closed mind, it's hard to fully understand others, especially people that you're friends with, because if you have a set mindset, you won't truly understand your friends or yourself. Um, I don't have a necessary example. Um, but yeah, if you see yourself if you set standards for yourself and don't allow yourself like any wiggle room at all to change from that then you'll end up really unhappy so you just need to allow yourself to have an open mind and truly give yourself a chance to listen to yourself when you're changing as a person otherwise you end up pretty unhappy <laughs> the beautiful piece of advice i was gonna ask you this question about you know uh, it's a follow-up question basically to you know, the answer that you provided Matthew when he asked, you know, what was the hardest lesson that you had to learn? 
But my question is basically, how long did it take you to, you know, uh, you know, as as people say, get a wake up call and try to, you know, uh, start to, you know, value yourself more than, you know, what people, what your ex valued you for and uh, try to change. How long did it take you? Um... It took me a, almost, no, it took me over a year to realize. <laughs> and how much did it take you to, you know, start working on, you know, the change? Um, basically, as soon as I realized uh, that this wasn't right and I needed to do better and be treated better, um, the main thing I needed or was looking for was the support, which I found from the server. And once I had that, I was ready to change and better the situation I was in. Um, and honestly, still now, I'm still, I guess, healing from it and learning and trying to accept some of the things that happened and understand, like, it wasn't all my fault. Like, I wasn't perfect, but a lot of the things that happened were not on me. And it's hard to accept, to not blame myself for it, but Again, it's having the open mind. <laughs> uh, hey, Piggy, uh, nobody's perfect. We all have our flaws. It's just a matter of trying to make the best of what we have with our flaws. 100%. Yep. There oh. is this quote, which basically goes like, you know, every single one of us is their harshest critique. <laughs> we strive to, you know, reach perfection, right? Because uh, this should be our goal regarding life, to be the best that we could be at a single thing or many things. But uh, with chasing this, you know, ideal, you know, uh, the ideal person that we have in, in our mind about us, we sometimes lose who we are, right? Yeah. So sometimes the best move to do is to take a step back and look at ourselves and you know have a check with ourselves basically talk with ourselves you know and uh, see what we have and again not be as harsh as we are usually with ourselves that is something that everyone should you know do and Kind of forget about, you know, trying to reach perfection or the ideal version that they have of them, them, themselves that they want to, you know, be. Uh, because maybe the person that you want to be is based on how people, you know, how society wants, to, wants us to be like. And maybe this doesn't ring well with you. Maybe you want to be someone different, not how society wants you to be. So I'd, you know, advise everyone, although this is kind of, you know, uh, not talking about Piggy, this is on a different uh, side and a little bit different from the podcast, but uh, everyone should, you know, try to be whoever they want and be genuine with themselves because in the end, this is, you know, everyone's story this is your story my story matthew's story and we should you know try to have a good story with them you know a good you know introduction 
a good middle what do you call it the middle thingy and then a good ending body body okay yeah. yes but try hey, to have a good body it's and don't your, take that out of context it's your life for a reason yeah <laughs> okay this is a very um big question i was looking forward to since the start of the podcast is there a question that you wished i had asked you okay you know i just yeah i moved the table and the camera fell nice the question i wished i was asked yep you wished i had asked you um i can't really think of one now because they usually just derail topics anyways so <laughs> there isn't anything specifically that i wished to be asked or talked about hmm. okay nothing no, I is, can't think of anything. Is there something you wish I asked you? I don't know. What? I don't. I can't think of anything. You can't think. I don't know. They're all really good questions. You can't think. Period. Yeah. Okay. Not that, at all. Brain dead. Very, very disappointing answer. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. Uh, what's the biggest takeaway you hope the listeners learn? from your stories, from your things. But by the way, uh, this is not saying that you'll not be on the podcast anymore. But, you know, <laughs> since this was about you, yeah, I... what's the thing you hope the listeners learn from you, personally? Um, I would hope that what they take away from some of the stories and some of the things I say, I hope that they are able to listen to themselves more and not ignore certain parts of themselves. And just kind of look into yourself and appreciate the parts that you may not think immediately to appreciate. There's little things that if you give appreciation to, it can help a lot down the line. There's just the little things that you need to notice about yourself because you never truly know yourself fully. So just learn more about yourself, really. Yep. The small things in life matter a lot. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. And yes, I am filming this. My face will grace your screen for whoever asks. Um, right. If you were going to write a book, what would it be about and what would the title be? Really bad with titles. Uh <laughs> oh, very, very struggling. So, if I were to write a book, what would it be about? Are we talking like a fiction book, like any book, or like a life story book? Uh, up to you. <laughs> Oh man, this is not make it, make it better. Um, there's a book I'm reading right now that I feel like writing my own take on would be really cool. It's called 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think. Um, I remember you mentioned this a long time ago. Yeah, I finally found it after like six months. Um, it took you long but, enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the gist of it is just kind of like being able to write a book that would provide um, almost like a slap in the face kind of realization to people that um, the way that you think about certain things is just kind of stupid overall. <laughs> and you may feel like you know everything and like if you're thinking about yourself, you think like, oh, I'm not perfect in this way and like I'm stuck at not being perfect. This, it provides like an insight of like you're stupid. You're just talking down on yourself and not allowing yourself to like 
receive any positive feedback from anybody, including yourself. So just kind of like a self-realization book of giving yourself more appreciation than you not to think be too that you hard, deserve. Not to be too hard on yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not good with titles. Just title it, Don't Be Dumbass. So, <laughs> yeah, or Don't Be an Idiot, <laughs> as you call most people yeah. idiots. Don't be an idiot. So it will be about self-appreciation? Yeah, self-appreciation, self-worth, and not being an idiot. Wonderful. Uh, what's next for you in life? What are you planning? What are you hoping to do? University. Uh <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um, <laughs> so, besides university, um, the things I'm focusing on right now are just more so giving me um, leverage for my future. So getting involved on research projects to further my chances at like a higher career, I guess. So nerd stuff. Yeah. But also once this pandemic calms down, I'm hoping to be able to travel again. Um, hopefully this summer traveling to the UK um, with Ooh. my friend because I miss traveling and I want that to be in my life again. So wait, why UK? I'm hopeful. Because <laughs> with my friend, uh, she does not speak any other language. Oh. Um, so UK is easy because it's all English. Langu what um, languages do you speak then? I speak English and Japanese. That's that's it. That's all. Very diverse. I should speak yeah. French though. You reminded us to ask you to say a Japanese sentence. Thanks, yes. Any sentence. How are you doing? Uh, Answering Japanese. She said any sentence, whatever sentence you want her to say, just type oh, yeah. it in type the it, type it in chat. chat. If you slap out fancy words, I'm not gonna. The the, the discrimination <laughs> of the dissolving dragon. Okay, we have one sentence right now. Okay, can you say I'm a pig? <laughs> Come on. Why that of everything? Because your name is Piggy. Uh, Duh. He's in big French. Uh, here I Max, I am going to the UK maybe in June or July. I guess it really depends. Um, yeah, getting leverages. Okay, it's kind of nerdy. And then Japanese sentence. Go My April. cat's flying. I'll be in finals. I'm a pig. Is... Watashi wa buta desu. Whoa, you even have an accent. Whoa. Yeah, good job, Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Anime major. Yeah. Doing great. Algerian Algeria. Japanese. You know what it is? Algeria? It's just Algeria, but it's written in Katakana instead. What the hell? <laughs> I'm not even gonna try to read that. Okay. Did did she say a sentence? Because I was gone. Yeah, she did. I did. You missed it. You I'm missed sorry. No going That's back. That's okay. Out. Hey, you listened to it on the video. Ah, shameless advertising. Uh, I'm gonna wait for someone to you know make the timing thingy. Then I'm just gonna click on that. <laughs> oh, I won't. Don't worry. Okay. Right, Piggy, so this has been what going for an hour and a half-ish, and uh, it's been 
to date the longest podcast. Nice snacks. One last question. <laughs> oh boy. I like to ask this in the end. How would you like to be remembered? Oh no. How would I like to be remembered? Yeah. I don't want to sound like a bad person, but I don't want to be remembered. Wow. Uh <laughs> oh, nice. I like that. Why? Um, I like that very much. It's. I guess it's important to remember people in some ways, but I guess learning from things, the way people are, either it gets twisted or, you know, the game telephone, like as things go on, it kind of deteriorates and they get the wrong oh, yeah. message. I feel like that would happen and it would end up for the worst. So I'm sure like friends I'm... and family would remember me for who I am, but I don't want like a right. legacy. So let me, let me um, <laughs> rephrase that. How would your, how would you like your friends and close friends and family remember you? <laughs> people get it wrong, uh... man. You're welcome. Um, the way for my friends and families to remember me. I can't say not at all because they will remember me, probably. Yeah, because um, as a, a giant idiot, yes. Okay, uh, yeah, honestly close. Uh, one of my famous, like, I don't know how to explain it. Uh, kind of a famous name my friend gave me is the smartest dumbass she knows. Um, how is that so <laughs> accurate? <laughs> Yeah, so that's kind of how I will probably be remembered, but also how I hope to be remembered, because if you know me, it makes sense. <laughs> it, it really does make sense to me. Yeah, so nice. either not remembered or remembered as the smartest dentist. That's wonderful. Uh, Scrap, is there any other addition you want to make? I was, although this is uh, going back to the topic, and we're, you know, in the ending, but I was going to... I wanted to ask, you know, Piggy, something that involves, you know, cognitive science, which is basically, uh, from your point of view, since, you know, you studied cognitive science and stuff, can you define mind, you know? Oh my god, this is what we're doing right now. <laughs> um, define the mind? Yes. So, oh my god. So, on the psychology aspect of things, um, mm -hmm. the study of psychology is the study of the brain, mind, and behavior. So to put it, like, we're going on basic terms. The mind and the brain are separate, pretty obviously. Um, the thing that we just talked about, like, yesterday is <laughs> the idea of consciousness, which is honestly where it all uh, comes to. It is the most important part of basically the individual and the soul of a person. Um, it's not based on the mind like people think. It's based on the consciousness, because the consciousness is what almost rules over the mind, in a way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, it's hard to define the mind if the mind is more so controlled by something else. I guess the mind is more so in control of uh, willpower, in a way. And it more so just passes on to consciousness, in a way. It's hard to explain. <laughs> well, it, like, in your, in your own opinion, you know, what do you think in the mind is? In my own opinion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mind? Again, it's kind of from our philosophy. Uh, the mind is more so just a part of the soul. So in my terms, mind is almost an empty phrase that is used incorrectly. <laughs> okay, but uh, like, let's look at it from the scientific <laughs> point scientific. of view. Uh, since uh, I don't think science believes in, you know, the existence <laughs> of soul, right? Sure. So scientifically, 
Ah, uh, so the mind is not the brain. Step one. The mind, psychology-wise, is the basis of where like perception and things are, I guess, for psychology. It's where your personality and your soul is. And it's just basically who you are as a person is where that resides, is in your mind. Okay, and uh, which field of cognitive science do you like the most? I mean, AI. And by fields, uh, I did read a little bit. It, you know, has uh, basically neuroscience, you know, philosophy, psychology, anthropology, and there were two more, but I don't remember them. AI and another one. Yeah, I'm more interested in the AI aspect. I was really, really interested in, <laughs> oh my God, I was still interested in neurology. Um, and I was super interested in becoming like, uh, somehow being involved in like neuroscience or like becoming a neurosurgeon because my parents are doctors. I found out I have epilepsy um, and I cannot do that. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Hoping you get better ASAP. And uh, if you were a, neuro a neuroscientist, Oh, neurologist uh, you'd be like the, the second coming of Dr. Drake Ramore Dr. Drake Ramore yeah in all seriousness I wish for you um, to have a healthier life and to recover from this I wish for everybody to have a healthy life honestly <laughs> yep and so you know people don't get homeless and start being serial killers like you plan to be yeah Another note is... I mean, you... you could, you know, make money if you become a hitman. Ooh. <laughs> That's true. Hey, then then you uh, won't be a homeless person. Then you won't be a serial killer. There you go. Problem solved. That's true. Uh, Noki. I found out about my epilepsy on October 1st, 2019. <laughs> it took four years to diagnose it. Um, doctors made me so mad because they kept telling me to drink more water. Uh, <laughs> every doctor I went to. Um, yeah, I ended up getting a brain scan and it's called an EEG, which you get a bunch of like stickers on your head and they measure your brain waves and found out I have epilepsy and yeah. <laughs> now, did that have an impact on your life? Or like hundred percent. Yeah. Um, finding out like... So the seizures I have are called Epson seizures and um, visually aware and visually non-aware seizures. So basically it looks like I zone out, <laughs> um, oh. but in reality I'm having a seizure. So nobody knew, um, but over time from when my seizures started, I was in about grade nine. Um, so from when they started to when it was diagnosed, um, having seizures that were not medicated and were just therefore just kind of free ball in it um it did cause brain damage which i still have to deal with now and pisses me off so much <laughs> but yeah it affected me like physically i got my driving license revoked because if you have seizures you can't drive because you know um if you have a seizure while driving you have an accident so uh yeah. <laughs> kind of smart to take it away um yeah, it led to me being being treated a lot differently. I got a lot of pity for it, which also pissed me off. Um, yeah, being yeah. a tomboy, you wouldn't accept that. 
<laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah, but it like, affected me a say, lot. Oh, I'm sorry for you. Shut up! <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, you're not. Go away. Shut up. Yeah, or <laughs> even more violent. Yeah, that's true. Punch them in the face. But yeah. Anything yes. you want to add? I do not believe so. I do not believe so either. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you everyone for joining. This has been a blast and hopefully we'll have you two on this on the podcast again. Yes, yes. It was fun. Would you like to join again? I'd be down. I enjoy talking, so Grab you about you. Uh, this was a very good podcast, I'd say. You know, although we didn't talk a lot about uh, the topic, the main topic, but uh, it was very good. You know, getting to know Piggy more, finding out that she's to a tomboy. Yeah, <laughs> pretty evident, to be fair. And uh, yeah, it was a very good uh, podcast. I had a blast. Definitely recommend. Sure. 11 out of Definitely 10. recommend. Sure. Very fun. But I think Piggy recommends harassing people in that server that she oh, owns. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Uh, the, I'll link the server in the description for you guys to join. And hey, for the whole hundred of you, we'll be waiting. Right. So thank uh, you by the way, did you check my DM? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Can you like you know ask? Yeah, yeah, we'll do, we'll do. What? Oh, good, good. Right now, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you for joining, and here's to seeing you on another podcast down the line. Till then, take care. Nice. Any shoutouts? Oh, shout! Who, who wants a shout? Wait, out? hold up. Let's see if people want to. Who wants a shout out? Quick. Uh, Philip. Uh, Phil wants. Philip. Raya. But Jax. The other can uh, Yeah. Noki. Oh, Noki said it first. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, Noki. Well, uh, that happened. I'm sorry. I, I wasn't paying attention <laughs> to chat. I'm sorry, man. Oh, yeah, and Garg. I was trying to pay attention. And Garg for being but I a very consistent you. listener. Yeah, how could you break Noki's heart? I'm sorry, Noki. I'll make it up to you, man. Piggy, kill him. You're gonna be a serial killer. Kill him. Wow! I'm gonna give you money. <laughs> You're paying her to kill your best friend. I'm doing both people, you know, a service. I'm providing money and helping you, right? Wow! Getting stupid Discord yeah. notifications in the middle of my culture shock. Simple murder favor, just like uh, Triple H, Double A J said. Typed. Triple H, Double A J. Piggy robbed Andy Sanja also wants a shout out. Yeah, Please do cars. your job, Mr. Yeah. Host. And a big shout out to Pars. Jack's looking for a twenty percent paycheck of total amount. I mean, <laughs> if I if I get a dollar, I'll give you twenty cents. Deal. Yeah, successful success. 
yeah, for the listeners and the viewers, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And we'll be waiting for you on another podcast. Until then, take care of yourself and stay safe.